Welcome everybody to the Spawn on Me cast. This is your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 37 of our show. I am joined this week and every week with my dude, that man from Chicago over on the other side where they put ketchup on their Chicago dogs. Cicero Holmes, how are you, sir? <laughs> oh man, uh, what's up, Ricardo? Stand up. I am here. Uh, I, I am ready to go. I'm ready to go. Um, had a very, very long week where I was out of town for most of the week. Actually, in fact, um, I was out of town from right after recording last Thursday to until actually roughly 24 hours ago um just made it back into town so there was very little gaming done um it was there was a lot of family things that i had to take care of none none that i'll 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 necessarily care to share on the show sorry people um i i will just say that uh you know my heart is with my family and i'll say that much um but uh, I came back. I was a little, little kind of downtrodden when I came back, but I came back to find out that the McRib is back, so I can rejoice. Oh God, what? <laughs> no, no, you can't rejoice. The McRib no, is you will back. You rejoice baby. about the McRib. <laughs> I, I rebuke this. Listen, this cannot be. No, you can, you cannot, you cannot deny. See, all right. So the McRib is. <laughs> Wait, hold on, wait. If you're going to start talking about the McRib, I need to play some background All right. music. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, let me play some background music, and then you can okay. start. Three, two, one, go. Okay. All right. So the McRib is like the gem and the holograms of McDonald's fast food. Everyone denies or they'll kind of ignore the fact that they eat it, but everybody eats it on the low. It's... <laughs> it's Everybody eats. About? Everybody eats the McRib on the low. And, Hell and they, no, they don't. Yeah, see, see, there are a lot of people in Chicago right now that that are sitting around and you know sitting around in the dope condos because we you know we just rehabbed a lot of condos on the east side of of Chicago. So they're sitting around in there and they're in their rooms, uh, shaking that, um, saying no while nodding their heads. They know, they know what's up with the McRib. McRib. Everybody eats. Let me. Let everybody me, eats the McRib let, on the low. <laughs> so. Let me. Let me make a declaration. As in, as in our line in the sand episode. <laughs> I'm gonna make a declaration right now. If you are a supporter, like GamerGate, if you are a supporter of the McRib, we do not want you as a person who listens or subscribes to our. Um, and I will make a declaration. <laughs> if you do support the McRib, Stubby Stan wants you on his side of the his side of Chicago. We can rock. It's it's Hatfield and McCoys all over again. Listen, you are a Hatfield and I'm a McRib, and that's that's what it is. And everybody <laughs> that wants to get down with me and the McRib, you could go ahead. And here in Chicago. They have this deal. It's called like the Bear Down deal or something like that for this Chicago Bears. Um, and as my friend, as my friend, elo- most eloquently put yesterday, um, this is the best thing about the Bears so far this season: that you can get two McRibs, two fries, 
two medium drinks and a 20 piece McNugget for, I think it's like 11, oh. 11 99 or 10 99 or something like that. So two people can oh. eat for $6. I mean, this is, this is amazing. And they're McRibs. This is the greatest thing it, that's ever happened to life. <laughs> it is like, it's like the, <laughs> it's like the zenith of processed meat products. Yes. It's like if you put a pyramid, it's like if the Egyptians put processed meat in right. <laughs> and like figured out ways to like get them all correctly put into places and then just all stacked on each other. And then I know if you don't no, if you don't no. like McRibs, you don't like America, you don't like freedom. America. I don't like freedom then. McRib. America. Put me put me if 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 McRubs McRubs <laughs> If McRibs equal freedom, send me straight to Guantanamo. Yes. McRibs, America, get her done, McRib. <laughs> that oh is, my god. It has been said. So let it be eaten, so let it be done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How it does the most <laughs> gross thing I've ever heard on the my life. Um Ugh. except all right, well Ugh. I will say this. I will say this. The McRib is disgusting if you have it with the pickle. So no pickles. Oh wait a minute. Oh yeah. putting a yes, pickle on yes, a McRib then that's makes just, it gross. That's, that's that's crossing the line there. So get the what are you talking about? That's crossing the line. That is no okay. Pickles fine. pickles pickles. Here's here's uh here's just a, a quick news flash for anyone. Um I don't do pickles. I don't do cucumbers. I don't do anything. Wait a minute, you don't wait, you don't like pickles? No, I don't listen, if you eat a pickle, don't come and kiss me. You will not get a kiss from me <laughs> if you have a pickle. So you know, guys and gals of Chicago, if you plan on seeing me and you plan on giving me a kiss no pickles can enter your mouth. I like how I like how pickles are the are the like delineation line between getting a kiss and not getting Absolutely. a kiss. Absolutely. But you can have mouth o full o McRib. Yes, you can have okay all the that crazy <laughs> in quotes barbecue sauce all over your face after eating <laughs> yes. after eating in quotes barbecue the, sauce. The processed meat mold <laughs> the fake Meat mold of uh, pork rib, <laughs> but if you had one with pickles, you better stay away. <laughs> oh God, that is the worst thing on the planet. I again, this is why our show is great. We are very diverse yes, in the exactly. way that we think about f- actual food right. and <laughs> and McRibs <laughs> and McRibs. Yeah, well, if if there is a future, so you can't have the McRib all the time. That's that's the wonderful thing about the McRib, and, and McDonald's has really figured that part out. Like they've got to take it away, and then bring it back. You can't have you can't have fifty two weeks of McRib because you have to hide the bodies at some point. You gotta you gotta you gotta get all the FDA approvals in and out really quick so that when the people are dying, yes. no one knows, so they can hide all the bodies. No one, oh, so gross. no one has ever died of Ebola eating a McRib sandwich. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. It's a fact. Oh no! So, so wait. So there was a quick thing <laughs> before we go to before we go to house cleaning. There was a quick thing on Twitter uh, today, I think, which is Saturday, 
and they said if you could take if you had to basically remove one out of the equation what would it be and the choices were um uh chilies i think uh i think it was chilies red lobster olive garden and one other one and my uh my pick was olive garden yeah I was like, I would remove Olive Garden out of that list of fast food places that I would go. The, like the big chain, chain supposed was, supposed restaurant. Was Fridays one of the? Was Fridays the other one? No, Fridays wasn't in, in the okay. group. I forgot what the actual other okay. ones were, but matter. I think I think it was Red Lobster and <clears throat> and then um Olive Garden right. and Chili's right. and then something else. Right. Because Olive Garden is terrible. Um, I was just at an Olive Garden this weekend. Um. Shout out to the Olive Garden on in Norfolk. Why not? Um, <laughs> really? Because yeah, you know I was there. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. So like I've only been to an Olive Garden a handful of times. Uh, I love Italian food. Love Italian food. My name is Cicero, of course. Um, but I am not a fan of Italian restaurants, and less of a fan of. Italian chain restaurants, uh, to be honest. Right. And uh, yeah, Olive Garden really didn't do anything to kind of dissuade me from from that from from that feeling. Um, it it just was not. Not only did I eat at Olive Garden, but I also ate at the Macaroni Grill. Um, when, and you survived. And, and yeah, shout out shout out to the Macaroni Grill in Louisville, Kentucky. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was, that's enough. I was there. No more shout outs. I was there too. <laughs> no more shout outs to, to bad chain restaurants. Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, you know, not not a fan. Not a fan. Um, this. So we see you had a healthy, amazing culinary week. No, actually, <laughs> actually, I did have an amazing culinary week. Um, there were two restaurants. So, any residents of Bricago that live in the Tidewater area, there are two restaurants that you need to check out. Um, one is called Conch and Bucket, and it is in downtown Hampton. And then the other is the Grandview Island Inn, which is at is right on the water in Hampton. Um, go and look them up. They were both excellent, excellent food. Um the conch and bucket had the best calamari I have ever had in my life. It was perfect. Perfect. So if you're there, tell them Stubby Stan sent you. They'll know who I am. They'll uh, give you a free spoon. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> nice, nicely done. Yes. Nicely but uh, done. yeah, man, they were they. So those two restaurants were were amazing. Both of them really, really good. So if you're in the Virginia and the. Southern Virginia area and the Tidewater area, definitely go and check those places out. Shout out to those guys. More shout outs. Nice, nice, nice. Culinary shout outs. Word. I guess I guess the shout outs that we should be giving are to our listeners. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for <laughs> much more relevant. <laughs> Thank you so much more relevant. Actual actual stuff that actually matters to you as as our community. As opposed to listening to us squabble on about meat byproducts <laughs> right. and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> the merits of the McRib. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ode to McRib. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had, so had some awesome folks uh, shout out and share the show. We had a, a really good week um, as far as listens and people sharing out the show. Thank you 
for everyone who listened to last week's episode, Tanya DePass uh, from I Need Diverse Games, yes. uh, creator of that hashtag, uh, and and champion of all things Dragon Age. Yeah. I can't wait to actually uh, rap with her about uh, all that stuff. Right. I would like to see if we can get Dragon Age folks and her on the same show because it was really dope. But um, <clears throat> want to give a big thanks to her uh, for being so dope and being awesome and being on the show. Yeah. And, and sharing all of her knowledge about what's going on. I think everybody who listened to that show actually learned a lot. I know I did. Yeah. There's a bunch of um, uh, things that I I looked up after we, we wrapped that show uh, and it, it made the gaming space a little bit better for everyone involved so huge thanks to her um and also some folks who shouted out the show this week uh include apple cider mage thank you so much uh for shouting us out baron a teacup and uh of ashley as well uh jolt studios who listened to the show um and gave us a shout and, and followed the show as well uh, i think they subbed us uh, as well um yeah. and troy l wiggins <laughs> he really he had a great tweet he basically quoted the uh, rex and effects thing uh, that i said <laughs> last week and i'm still waiting i'm still trying to figure out if we can actually make that happen because i think rex and effects would be the best krogan <laughs> yes. tag team yes. to, ev- to ever rock in the mass effect universe so <laughs> if someone can make that happen that yeah. would be pretty damn dope so yeah thank you for everybody who shared the show we had some great listens we it actually kind of helped us to uh, uh possibly get some other folks uh to be on the show we're gonna hope that that pans itself out yeah. so stay tuned uh be, be paying attention to us on social media keep sharing the show out uh follow us if you haven't <clears throat> subscribe and rate us on itunes we'll, we'll get to some of that in the social media business at the end of the show but again, thank you so much for, 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 for rocking with us. And we really appreciate and love you guys yes. for doing that. Yeah. So, so see, uh, yeah. So I want to say a big shout out and thank you to uh, Carl Gilbertson of the Indie Team Up podcast, who uh, who reached out to me on Twitter and uh, is going to include uh, some audio from yours truly on an upcoming an upcoming broadcast of the indie team up podcast. So uh, if you guys aren't listening to it, I've taken a listen to the show. They're, they're pretty new. They're probably, uh, I think 11 or 12 episodes in. So, um, you know, if you guys want to catch up and they're really cool, they're, um, they're indie devs and, you know, a couple of indie devs and and a couple of enthusiasts, but they talk about, uh, you know, indie games. Um, So yeah, if you get a chance, check them out and uh, tell them we said hello. You know, tell them, uh, Word. tell them, you, you know, you're a resident of, of Bricago. Yeah. And if you have some shows that you really are starting to are starting to dig or new pop up shows that have come up or stuff that you are really interested in and you want us to know about, <clears throat> let us know, because we want to we want to kind of uh, build community around other people as well and try to, you know, share the love. Absolutely. With everyone absolutely. That we can, the, yeah. It's, it's a really it's a it's a small world. Um, and you know, we want to make it as small as it possibly can. We got to, you know, we got to build this community together and, and get our, our thread count up so that we have the finest sheets in the internet betting universe. We, we have the spawn on me duvet of, of all. Exactly. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Oh. And I didn't know. And thank you, uh, folks of it, Fan Bros. I missed. I missed the uh, the shout out yeah. a couple episodes ago. But thank you so yeah. much for shouting the Spawn Point blog yeah. out and and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you to those guys. Yeah. 
and I see Cicero. Yeah. What are you going to say yeah, now? Yeah, oh, they, they were. They, I just want to say they were kind of smelling themselves after uh, after beating the SpawnPointBlog.com this year uh, for uh. best gaming or comics blog. They were. They you know they really. Uh, I you know I, I I don't know if they sprained their wrist from patting themselves on the back too hard, um, but but uh, but I but, but I can dig it because that's something that I would do. So you would you would yes. take every victory lap you possibly yes could. enough enough respect oh. enough respect to the fan bros. Um yes enough respect to the fan bros and we hope to have them on shortly. Yeah. Um. So I I, I got some information and I need to make a, a huge apology really quick. Um. To to Mama Queso. <laughs> Uh, for for if you don't know who Mama Queso is, I will let Cicero, you know, give all the right. details. But you know, if you listen to last episode, to the last episode, I I I kind of advocated for some violence to happen towards Cicero's mouth <laughs> of him of him getting popped in the mouth for for cussing uh, in the presence of his mama. And from what I hear from the conversation that, that we've had all, all off air, and you'll probably hear in a second, some of that violence did come right. about. Deservedly so. <laughs> um, but I want I want I want to apologize in advance and I'll and I'll let Cicero kind of kind of riff off of that and, and, and explain why. <laughs> so um so like Clifton Davis, Mama Queso is that's my mama. Um <laughs> and and so the so I didn't get popped in the mouth for cursing because I mean like I like I said in last week's show I'm too far gone that's too far gone but I did get popped in the mouth for my pride for my ego for my hubris um so it it, it didn't necessarily work I am not humble Stan I am still the stubby Stan that you guys know and love uh you know fuck the world I started from the bottom now I'm here. So I'm I'm still here, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got I got popped in the mouth a couple of times. So um, on our on our ride back um, from uh, from family destinations to other family destinations. So uh, yeah, I love you, Mama. Love you, Mama. Um, so wait a minute, what, what's what's the reason why I'm getting? What's the reason? Oh 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 getting, oh. Uh, so yeah, so you got scolded. Because you called her son her baby, her flesh and blood. You called him a bastard. And I was born in wedlock. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, so yeah. Don't be calling me no bastard. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize for calling you a bastard. You Mickey Thicky. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Oh man, oh. yeah. So we had a we had a pretty good week, um, uh, and it seems like the week has gotten better uh, in gaming for yeah. most for most people at least. It seems like there's been a lot of news that's kind of come out. Yeah, and I guess to a certain extent we should get into some of that. Right. Um, I guess that's time for us to break it down. Let's break it down. Break it down. So it looks like um, if you have been wondering why and have always wondered why Sony is like, nah, son, you can't change your name on PSN. It seems to be 
you know, a Sony exec kind of gave a rundown of why you can't do it or why they said they don't want you to do it yet. Even though they've talked about for numerous times of like, well, it's a feature that we've been trying to get uh, into the system. People have been talking about it forever. It's one of our most um, people have been asking for kinds of things. Um, And you've been able to do that on Xbox Live forever at this point. You've been able to do that probably since the old X, like Xbox One One, like Xbox Legacy First Gen. Right. Um, And I don't know. Was there a fee associated with that before until they went to Xbox Live or no? Uh, Well, Xbox Live has always been. In fact, as we're recording today, uh, November 15th, it is the 12th anniversary of Xbox Live. So it, Thank you, it Xbox launched Live for 12 introducing years ago no today, uh, November 15th, uh, 2002. The, I'm trying to remember if there was a fee there. I mean, there had to have been a fee associated with changing it. Even, you know, because I'm like wondering, because I know it's what, 10 bucks now. 10 bucks, and I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering if it was it's always 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, Either yeah, way. It was, there was, I think I, I want to say that there was always a fee associated with doing so. And and you know the fee may have gone up at at a certain point, but there's you know it's always there's always been a fee. Okay. Um. So what Sony has been saying is like, no, you can't change your PSN name, and this is the reason why is basically because they don't want you to basically go into a go into a game, grief people, change your name, and then go and continue to repeat the process and go from place to place, to place jumping around, changing your name, paying whatever money you need to, and then just doing that. That seems like a super lame ass reason to give people for doing that when we've seen it on Xbox Live happen continuously. I don't know. And I would I guess the interesting part is, is there a way to determine if people who have been the kind of like evil people on Xbox Live who have been, you know, griefing things and then getting their accounts banned to a certain extent have been re-upping and then doing the same kind of bad behavior on 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 the rest of the on the rest of the service. I guess to a certain extent if you've banned them then they if they want to play they have to basically make a new account. But people who have not been banned do they continuously just change their name and just cause havoc? I don't know. There needs to be some kind of like study on that or something or some information that would back that up for Sony to kind of get the kudos for for doing what they're doing, right? Um I don't know if you guys can hear me roll my eyes over the internet right now <laughs> at this explanation. This is the biggest crock of bovine scatology I have ever heard. Uh, bulls- Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Bullshit for those who are uninitiated. Um, it's it's what a like it, it sounds like they had the dartboard of excuses and and this is what won. I mean, that is just so lame, so lame. So basically what Sony is saying is, um, we haven't, haven't, we've never played Xbox live. We haven't determined a way to, to really police our network. And, Essentially, the PSN is still the Wild West. And, you know, and the one way that we can police it is by making sure that no one is ever able to change their name. So you can have, um, like, uh, uh, terrible, terrible names like Ass Crack 
four thousand or something like that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's 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 this is so this is so dumb, so dumb. You know, there are so many checks and balances within Microsoft system. Again, Xbox Live is a service. PSN now. PSN is not a service technically. PlayStation Plus is a service that runs on the PSN. And right. and and you know, maybe it's time for Sony to start looking at PSN as a service and really start starting to think about what that means. Um, you know, right. to the consumer, what it means outward facing from, you know, from the corporate side outward facing to the consumer and what that means for the consumer going forward um you know because at, you know at a certain point they're they're going to not at at some point in the future they're not going to be supporting a psn that's really free anymore um where you right. know it'll be like xbox live silver where uh, a person has it and it's free, but they're really it's very limiting in terms of what features and functionality the functionality they're able to have. Um, but I, you know, and 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 you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll step back for a second and say, based on the way the PSN is currently constituted, the fact that they're um, serving two consoles and the way those consoles interact with the internet are dramatically different because. One's behind, one's behind a paywall, and one isn't with the PS3 and the PS4. I kind of understand that, and and with the, and then of course adding the Vita in the mix because you don't have to have PlayStation Plus in order to play online stuff on the Vita. Um, right. So like, I guess I can understand that. Where it, hey, if it's free and it doesn't cost me anything, I can you know, and this is it's this free network. I can just go ahead and I could grief people. Uh, incessantly, um, you know, but again, it's it's very, very easy to change that. If you associate uh, your accounts, if you associate the, the user accounts with a credit card, with some way to bill someone with, uh, you know, with a way for you to have some kind of checks and balances. And maybe maybe Sony Sony has had a little bit of a bad history with people leaving their uh, credit card information online. So maybe they don't want maybe you don't want your credit card information online with Sony. But, uh, you know, I mean, they can do something. They can do something. Um, it's it's just it's silly business. That, what a yeah, it doesn't excuse. it doesn't make that much yeah it doesn't make that yeah. much sense I mean the, the the funny thing is now that PSN PSN is still essentially free but you can't do at least if you're on PS4 you can't do any of the multiplayer stuff if you don't have PS Plus right. so ostensibly it it already is the service and it's weird that they are just like you can't do it but it's also weird that it's like. I, I am so attached to my name at this point. I was Kaja just, you know, before Kaja won, but I messed up an account somewhere and had some stuff that was like associated with an account that I can never get back. I think the issue with name changes isn't necessarily actually just changing your name because of uh, vanity. I think it's more just having the things that are tied to your account be like unretrievable once you've moved your account over. And that's the part that's been right. more difficult. I know I had that with my, um, <clears throat> with my Xbox live account at one point 
and their customer service has gotten better over the years. But I think that that's the thing, especially as we go into a digital future, that that seems to be the part that is the more catch all kind of scared uh, part of a part of the whole thing. So if they can figure that part out, you know, I don't want to, you know, have to change my name around unless I really want to. I want the option, but it's also just like that shouldn't be the reasoning why (laughs) they say, no, you can't. That seems real, real stupid. Oh, because there are trolls. We 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 are we are giving we are taking away your ability to express yourself and also while simultaneously closing down a huge revenue stream for us because because there are trolls Um, because they would make I mean right off the bat if they if they charge 10 bucks like like Microsoft is doing um they would make conservatively a million bucks in the first month. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just probably, putting it out there. A million dollars in the first month. I mean, I would, I would, I would totally change my name from Kajar One to McRib Connoisseur Two Thirteen. Done in an instant. Done. Yep. Uh, I would, I would, with my pinky I would, up. I would, I would change mine to from Stubby Underscore Stan to McRib Greater Than Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I almost did a spit take. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh my god! I wonder if someone has a thanks Obama PSN. Name. Right. <laughs> if not, I may have to do yep. that. Thanks Obama. Yep. There you go. Anyway, there you go. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. So, so you have, so you have that. I don't believe it. The Sony needs to get their stuff together. Um, and I, I don't know if they're ever going to get that part of it down. They've done pretty well, but we'll see. Right. But I guess besides that, um, some new stuff came out this week. Uh, yeah, I mean um, that's. All the time, there are new games. New games dropping. They are dropping like the snow outside of my window. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, on my pillow. Yeah, it's it's Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I missed that album. That was a good album. There was a there was a yeah uh, new edition. The, was it Under the Cherry Moon? That was the Prince one. Was it Under the Blue Moon? Under the Blue Moon. That new. I, I thought I was the only person who remembered that new edition. Album. Oh, come on. Anyway, sir. that was a come dope on. album, though. Come on looking like crooners up on top of yeah, the album cover yeah. with, with like a side fade yeah. and a part. That thing yeah. was dope. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. And they had the, the old timey mics, the I can dream about yeah. you mics. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Kyle oh, no. and C reminiscing because they're old dudes. It's awesome. word. It's like <laughs> if you're not old, <laughs> you don't understand exactly what we're talking about. Um, did you did you get a chance to listen to or not listen to? Did you get a chance to play Dragon Age yet? Yes, I got a I got a chance to play Dragon Age. I didn't get a chance to play much of anything else. Like I said, I've been out, um, I've been out for the week, so I missed a lot of games. Um, I did get a chance to play Dragon Age uh, Inquisition uh, via EA Access, and I probably put a, I put about two hours in. Um, it, the game looks good, and and here's here's the problem, and I don't know. I think I've I've spoken about this before. I am an RPG player. I am an RPG fan, but for whatever reason, fantasy RPGs just don't fly up my flagpole. Um, they, I like I I don't I, like I get I love fantasy. You know, I love Game of Thrones, both the TV series, and I've read all of the books. I've read all of the books in hardcover. Um, so, you know, when they when they were released, and you know, big big fantasy 
uh, watcher of, you know, all sorts, but interactive um, fantasy RPGs that just, they, you know, they just don't really do it. But, you know, I was having fun with it. Um, but um, it's just not a draw for me for whatever reason. Um, but the, you know, outside of that, if I can just be objective about, about the game itself, it looked really good. Um, I will say I, I found a lot of clipping, um, or I found more clipping than I would have liked, uh, when I was, when I was playing the game. Cause you know, the, the outfits are multi-layered. So you've got, you know, you've got a helm and you've got, you know, kind of, uh, decorated uh, armor pieces and that kind of stuff and you will see people's skin or uh, you know like a tunic will kind of clip through some armor or maybe the top of the helm will kind of clip through a collar or something uh, to that effect you know obviously it's not stuff that breaks the game but uh, you know it's, it's stuff that you would have you would like to see kind of disappear as we go further and further into the generation. Um, but the, you know, the game, the game looks good. It looks like a lot of fun. If you're into you know, fantasy RPGs, you can do, uh, lots of different things within the, the fantasy or within the, the party system with, with your different characters. Um, and, and, you know, I definitely got to see some of that, tried and true bioware choices with the dialogue with the dialogue wheel so i mean that was already in full effect um and and the game is really big and and really pretty so so it's it's definitely you're definitely going to get your money's worth if uh if fantasy rpgs are a thing that you like you'll definitely be able to in, enjoy enjoy dragon age in, inquisition so um you know Tanya, go and get it. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for the game. I've been watching some folks stream some of it, and um, having never played it, um, I want to say that it, it looks so dope. Like the world looks dope. I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff. And I guess uh, really quick, a big shout out to the folks over at Dra- uh, Dragon Age. Actually, there, whoever's hosting their social media uh, account is really on point because I had basically was talking to Ta- uh, Tanya online. And I was like, I've never played the game before. And they were like, hey, have you never played the game before? I was like, no. <laughs> and, and they were like, well, we have this we have this really dope web-based beta thing called The Keep where you can do what everybody was asking them to do with The Walking Dead. Uh, and Mass Effect with, No, no, no. Oh, well, well, Mass oh, Effect oh, as well. Tell, oh, you're crossing streams right now. Telltale and, and EA. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, like, if, you, if you've never played any of the previous games how do you basically start your your journey making the decisions that right, they okay. would have branched off in the games prior and what it'll do is it'll basically give you the ability to do that in beta mm-hmm. so beta form and then once the game comes out you supposedly will be able to connect that you know through your origin account and then pull that down into your character and all the backstory will be filled in okay okay so that's pretty dope and it does it in this gorgeous this kind of really pretty tapestry they call it the tapestry this this hmm. this uh tapestry of um of of art pieces that are all connected and it gives you all the kind of breaking points and branches that you could have made and it'll even do what's really cool is like if you pick one branch and then later on pick another one if they conflict it'll tell you that there's a conflict and then that conflict you could either decide to make that conflict happen and then it fixes the the story 
or you can, you know, refuse it and cancel it out. Mm. It's pretty dope. Like I wish that the I wish that people in the Mass Effect world would kind of think about that and you know Walking Dead and, and other kind of story based driven um, scenario based games like that because it, it it made me want to play the game um, even more because I was like oh okay I can get some of the backstory I can also kind of see where I want my character to go you know if you have a character in your brain you're like all right let me let me kind of guide him towards this way because most of the most of the archetypes are always the same. So you can kind of, you know, push them towards the direction that you've always thought that they would be. Right, right. Um, um, so that was pretty dope. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I won't be able to play it until I get back um, late next week. Huh. Uh, so I'm a little bit sad about huh. that. But um, all right, well, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for all it. All right, well, I'll talk about some of the other games that I wasn't able to play that, that released uh, last week and, and some of the games that are releasing uh, when this show releases. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to play Halo Master Chief Collection, or I haven't been able to play Halo Master Chief Collection yet, but I have been able to watch our friends over at the 42 Lounge, um, go and, and have an amazingly vulgar, uh, <laughs> Twitch stream <laughs> where, uh, Lynn and her friend, uh, Lynn of the 42 Lounge and her friend were playing playing uh halo 2 and it was it was just amazing um shout out to those guys hopefully we'll be able to get them on the show if you're in the milwaukee area um and you're a nerd you're a resident of Chicago. there's no reason that you shouldn't be going over to the 42 lounge and stopping by and having a drink and uh playing some games that's i mean that's home base for us it really is um so uh if you are there um, tell them that, and you do stop in, tell them that we said hello and, uh, and, and you'll get more than a spoon. I promise you that you'll, they even have mead. So, uh, yeah, you know, wait, they have mead. they have meat. So yeah. So while you're playing dragon oh, age, you can drink dope. mead. Um, yeah, they, I mean, that place is amazing. Again, when, when we, when we have, uh, when we have the guys over from the 42 lounge on, um, hopefully, Hopefully, hopefully soon, um, we'll we'll be able to. You'll be able to find out find all that information out. They're they're the dopest of the dope. So yes, um, yes, I'm excited to to finally when I get out there yeah, to go hang out with those yeah, folks. Yeah. They sound really fun. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah. So they were playing uh, Master Chief Collection. It it is it is as advertised. Uh, it's beautiful. It runs at 60 FPS. It's 1080p. Um, you can do couch co-op, you can do online co-op, you can run through all four, um, campaigns simultaneous, you know, uh, concurrently, um, you can cherry pick the missions that you want to play. You can just do, uh, warthog missions. You could just do missions with ghosts, um, you know, and they can, you can do that kind of stuff. It's, it's just, it's every and anything like basically if you have a question can you do and fill in the blank the answer to that is yes um it's it's the algebra equation that you always wanted when it came to halo and and master chief and um yet another reason to go out and buy an xbox one um so yeah, uh, you know, uh, I I can't w- I can't wait to to actually have the opportunity to sit down and, and play it once once you know everything kind of normalizes uh, at home base for me. 
additionally, I want to send a shout out to Rockstar Universe out in, uh, I think they're in the UK, but I'm not positive. Um, and because thanks to them and uh, my hashtag Stubnostications, I will be playing GTA 5 come uh, come Tuesday. Uh, I want a I want a contest using my uh, Stubnostications, and uh, I correctly Stubnost hashtag Stubnosticated the date for <laughs> for the the release date of uh, GTA 5 was the first person to do so and uh, and uh, as a result I won won a a a free copy of uh, GTA 5 and unfortunately um, I would love to be able to give it away as a contest you know as a contest for for all you loyal listeners or for one of you loyal listeners but we still aren't at the point yet where hint hint people we're getting review copies of games so if you're a dev um, or if you're part of a PR group um, and you're listening to our show and you love our show and you love our opinions um, you know, we're sending out, we're sending out, uh, emails. We want to be able to review games. We want to be able to have early access so that our, our, our fans can get, um, and the community can get, uh, a full grasp of, of these titles before the titles or as the titles release. Um, so, you know, it's time to start hitting, hitting your boys up with some review copies of games. Word. Yeah. Put them right in my pocket. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so that yeah. So that when we do win contests, when when my hashtag stubnostications work out in my favor, I can pass it on to the rest of the Bracago. Maybe you know. Maybe <laughs> absolutely. Yes, maybe you can you can feel some of that. Um, so I, you know what? So there are there have been some review code stuff that we that I have been getting in my inbox. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, been, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the folks at Evolve PR, they're awesome. Right. So yes. If you're yes. in the gaming, if you're in the gaming sphere and then trying to do it from the podcasting journalism side, you know, get on their lists. Uh, they're awesome folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Evolve Tom is super dope. Right. Uh, follow him on Twitter because he's great. Yeah. Um, and Shannon as well. Right. She's awesome. Um, so they, so I do have a copy of this war of uh, this war of mine. Huh. Um, so I'm going to see if I can play some of that on Steam soon. Um, it's basically, um, it's kind of a side scroll. It's a side scroller 2.5D kind of game where you are um, not a, a a soldier in that, but you are affected by the war. Mm. Uh, so your characters, you're basically getting that side of the story of the people who are not the actual combatants, but uh, the people who are, you know, people who are being affected by wartime uh, fighting and things like that and it looks it looks gorgeous okay. it's um there was a game on the 360 that had that 2.5d kind of you know side scroll there was one that was that was zombie based and there was another one that was uh one gosh i can't remember the name of it it's totally blanking on me but it looks gorgeous it has like a really dark bleak uh monochromatic uh art style so that looks pretty dope. Um, way co- it's also from Eleven Bit Studios. So Eleven Bit Studios they make pretty dope stuff. Okay, but um, I played some of the Crew Beta. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The Crew Beta. Thank you for yeah. Thank you for that code, Stubby. Stubby. And no problem, so no problem. I wasn't able to use it. So uh, yeah, how how was that? 
The crew beta is surprisingly dope. Okay. I did not think I was... I, out of all the driving games that have come out, because I will profess that I am not um, a sim driving fan. Right. I do, I do not care for those games. You put a real car in front of me, I don't care. Um, I'm a, like a, I'm, I'm like going way back to like auto modalista. Oh yeah, okay. Cell shaded driving and and like and burnout. Right. Those are those are my games. But, um, so, uh, crew beta was was fairly dope. It feels like if you were to take a bunch of folks, throw them in a room, and give them checkpoints, Mm -hmm. and say get to this checkpoint, you go. And you just right. drive to whatever thing you need to drive to. It feels like the driving is is fairly good. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to do some tweaking right off the right at the bat. And I saw a really cool video that that basically like gave you the tick marks to kind of push your because it has sliders in it. And if you move the sliders to one side, it feels more like a Need for Speed game, and you put it push it towards the other way, it feels more like a Forza game. Right, Forza. Um, and and I, and I moved more towards the Need for Speed side, and it felt really good. The 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 cool thing I actually liked about it was. So if you've ever heard about the crew, um, it's basically gives you this truncated version of the United States that you can drive through. Right. And will give you these checkpoints in each city that you can go to for story events and for, you know, campaign stuff. Um, so the story kind of breaks down as your brother was killed. It's every generic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's every generic way. Call Damn it. Damn you, uh, like, Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, it's the your brother was Kill, killed right. during this one thing. Right. Now you're out right. for revenge so it's, in a it's, world. Right. So it's basically like Need for Speed the Run, the sequel. Yeah, Need for Speed the Run, the Rock. Uh, right. I am Groot, basically. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the name of the game. Uh, um, the story actually looks really like looks kind of cool, though, mm-hmm. even though it sounds super generic. The way that they've kind of done it. Is you have to basically roll through, and I guess this was most wanted, where you roll through the ranks of this this underground motorcycle, not motorcycle, car gang, right. and to try to get to the top to get revenge for your brother. Oh man! Um, the cinematics in it are really, really good. I wish it was a different story. Right. <laughs> um, but the cool thing is, so it's a pop in, pop out map. So you can either fast travel to things, oh, okay. or you can drive th- through the country. To get to your destination, yeah, which is awesome. That's amazing. So I drove from, I think, New York to uh, Flor- Florida? No, no, no. I drove from New York to Detroit. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. If that was the thing that was, I think so. I believe so. And you basically shows the sky view of the map. You kind of float all the way down to ground level, drive around, do do everything that you need to do, and then pop back out when you want to right. and it's all seamless nice which even in the beta form was really impressive right um and of the games that are coming out drive club the crew um oh, forza uh, forza horizon 2 forza horizon but there's another one that's like the game that people are like no that's the one um, well, the, well there's uh oh um uh crap the it's not drive club it's uh no it's the car game yeah that's coming out next year i mean they should come out with a car game called the car game (laughs) what game is that the car game um anywho um so that one is fairly fun i I liked it for what it was 
Uh, it has some cool um, animations when you when you go into the uh, garage parts of the game. So what it does is it breaks a car apart into all its parts right. and lets you tweak each one, but it shows you like swapping through, like it rifles through all the different options that you have, and then like slams it back onto the car, which was which is which is pretty right. Dope. And then um, you can do that from second screen. Was that available? Uh, from a second? No, you do that. You do that from Project Project um, Cars was the other game. That, yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's no the problem. one I'm forgetting. Project but, Cars. Yeah, you. yeah. But there was so at E3 they were talking about how you were able to do that kind of stuff from a second screen. You could use smart glass or you could use um, your tablet and the Ubisoft the Crew app or whatever, and then you can do all your your modifications on your car via there, then push it to the game. And then as I'm soon sure. as as soon as you go to the garage, it's it's already set up for you, and just drop it in. I'm sure you probably can. I mean, Destiny has that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can pop things in and out on a second app, and and other games have done that fairly well. Right. Um, so I'm sure, but it it I, honestly the way that it's presented, it would lose a lot of its shine if it did if you did it on the on the app. Okay. It looks it looks gorgeous enough and looks really cool enough that you'd want to do all that stuff in game. Okay, okay. Um, so Drive Club was 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 pretty much um a lot of fun. Um, and I think I've been playing actually like the Binding of Isaac lately. Hmm. So the Binding of Isaac Rebirth, which was something that I didn't really, it wasn't really on my radar because again my my PC gaming um setup isn't really conducive to to gaming much on Steam. Um, at least at any any level besides medium, so I'm just like fuck it, I'll just play it on the console. Right. Um, but I'd watched a lot of giant bomb streams where Patrick Klepper was playing Binding of Isaac, and always thought that it was kind of a cool game because it has like the you know the the get into a room, get into a level, and the level has changed every time you 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 play it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I've always found is is, is a game a game type that i've always kind of liked uh plus it has crazy amounts of of items and for the first time in a long time it was a game that i didn't look up to try to figure out what each thing does which is really refreshing and and i usually do that because i'm just like well what does this item do so i can min max what i'm trying to do even though it's random right and that game has so many things in it that you just can't do that right off the bat. And it's kind of refreshing. It's kind of cool to be like, oh, this thing does this thing. Oh, I didn't know that that was what that does. How can I use that to my benefit? And I was playing it the other night and I was like, wow, I haven't played a game like this in a while. It's like top down. Have you played it? At all? No, no, I haven't played it. I've, you know, if it it's not like available a Zelda for Linux, clone. I don't, I don't fuck oh, with Steam Jesus. like that. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> get you. Oh my god. Nerd. Linux. <laughs> Linux. <laughs> it, it feels like every time someone brings out a game and they say Linux, you should just put your arms in the sky like a Scooby Doo mystery. Yeah. Curses, <laughs> Linux. <laughs> Zoinks. Curses. If it wasn't for you meddling Linux kids. Right. <laughs> um. So, so Binding of Isaac, I would say if you haven't played it on PC and you're thinking about a game that's like a, a not thinking game, but it's really challenging, uh, it feels like in that vein of Spelunky in that way of like it's a it's a game that you would pop in to kind of palate cleanse yourself from shooting people all day in Modern Warfare or not Modern Warfare, in Advanced Warfare and all that good stuff. So 
Right. Okay. I would say go get that joint. It's free on PS Plus this month, ah. so get it now. Oh, okay. Um, which is awesome, and you should you should be playing that game. Dope, dope. Um, yep. So conspicuously absent from the list of games that we've uh, played, not played, seen, talked about so far that have been released this week, have been two other titles from Ubisoft. Um, and uh, both of them are called Assassin's Creed. Uh, there was on the legacy consoles Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, I think we called it redundancy last week or um, retooled, <laughs> rebranded, <laughs> other R words. Um, and then, uh, but it is officially called Assassin's Creed Rogue. And then Assassin's Creed Ragamuffins. Right, right. <laughs> and, and then the current gen consoles uh, had the release of Assassin's Creed Unity, um, both of which have released to minimum fan, uh, minimal fanfare, um, uh, specifically Unity. Um, and the reason behind Unity's. Uh, lackluster reviews the reviews haven't been terrible um you know that that people people have basically kind of said that when it works it works really really well however um and then you know and then drop the ellipse uh, ellipsis and 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 there's there are problems with the game and that kind of leads us directly into what we want to talk about right now which is ubisoft um and and uh so if you guys haven't heard um there there have been a, a couple of things that Ubisoft's done that is that have been um kind of questionable and shaky um th- i guess the first first things first Assassin's Creed Unity came out released is a gorgeous looking game you've got uh uh two and four player co-op with within the campaign um, and it's set in the French Revolution, and there's lots of verticality, and, and you know, and the movements are really different, and when the fighting style is 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 unique to this game, uh, it's it's a, a not necessarily a, a departure, but an evolution from previous from the previous counter and parry system that they've had in, in previous Assassin Assassin's Creeds. Um, you know, within the within that franchise, but one of the things that happens often um, is people walk around looking like creatures out of They Live, John Carpenter's <laughs> They Live, where you just see eyes and gums and teeth, um, and their entire face is is you know completely disappeared. It's gone. Um, and it's, it's somewhat off-putting, <laughs> I'll say, uh, to, to, <laughs> to see it. They're not even flayed. It's not even like they've lost their skin textures and you've got, uh, you've got their, their, uh, their, you know, tissue and muscle, uh, around their eyes and their mouths. It's just floating eyes and mouths. <laughs> where they should be and there's nothing holding them up um you know and and it's kind of weird um it's really pervasive um and i think ubisoft's ubisoft's come out and said of obviously that they're going to patch it but uh but you know it's 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 weird because 
Unity was originally supposed to be released at the end of October, and they pushed it back two weeks. One would suspect it's it was to try and attempt to clean up bugs such as this. Uh, do you agree, Ka? I mean, supposedly. Right. I mean, but that's not even, that's not the only thing. Right. Like even, the the weird thing is right. okay. So you have the floating eye bug, right. Hellraiser two bug, right? right? <laughs> right. I I will give people that kind of leeway and say, okay, that got through QA and you can totally patch that out. And that's something that's like in the grand scheme of an anomaly, right? You don't see character models fold inside out and then get still, still put into a game. The thing that I've heard that's been the more problematic parts is like actual frame rate being so bad that you can't play the game. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And that... <laughs> and that's something where it's like a consistent across the board complaint right. from folks and people are like, well, I just paid 60 bucks. You pushed it back. Plus the things that have been talked about where, you know, Ubisoft at this point is not just a single time offender. They've been doing this consistently for the past maybe four years right. where things have been, you know, not on point and they have to do massive patchwork push things back, delay things just to get re- just to get released and still not be OK. Right. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of folks in my circle of friends have been kind of referring to Ubisoft as the new EA, where they just let things just run out and be released and not be QA'd in a way that's like worth their money. And the, the conversations that they're also having is saying, hey, yes, these things are in the game. They're going to patch them out. But how can I have any confidence that the games that are coming out, a.k.a. the one that most people are excited about, The Division, is going to be worth my money? Is it going to be something where people are just going to now start, like, not blackballing EA, I mean, uh, blackballing Ubisoft, but really holding off on buying Ubisoft products? Well, so I'll roll back for a second and I will say... That another thing that's happening with Ubisoft is that Ubisoft has uh, embargoed certain games. Um, uh, case in point, Assassin's Creed uh, Rogue from from being spoken about until the game was released, and some people took that as a as a a feeling that Rogue, you know, like usually when that happens with a game, it's because the game isn't. The, the, the publisher doesn't have a lot of confidence in the game and they, you know, they right. want to try and, and uh, get ahead of sales before the reviews come out and, and the reviews kind of confirm that the game isn't all that good. What I've heard about Rogue is the fact that because, especially because they released Unity and Rogue at the, on the same day, that they were trying to promote Unity and they wanted people to go out and, and buy Unity but Rogue technically was actually the better game, the better performing game, which makes sense. Mm. Um, it's you know they're prob- they're using an engine that they've they've been using for the last four or five years, six years, um, and that that's been modified and it's been you know it's been tested. The, the the you know the the things that they have to do on the legacy consoles is less than what they have to do on the on the on the current gen consoles. And again, Unity, this is a new engine. For the new consoles this is the first time this engine has actually been used. Um, but um, as as to your point about Ubisoft and people not having confidence in them, 
I'm not necessarily one of those people. Uh, but I, you know, I, I am the first to say that you take a Ubisoft release date for a title. Um, and I, I, up until, you know, before Unity release, I would say with the exception of Assassin's Creed, because Assassin's Creed always comes out in October, um, you take that, any Ubisoft title and that release date and you add conservatively a quarter, you add three months. And that's mm-hmm. when that's maybe when the game is released. Um, most of the time, it's much later than that. You can never, if you if you put your money down, you get a release date for uh, you know you go into your local GameStop or what have you, and there is a release date for a Ubisoft game. That game has been announced, and you've pre-ordered that game, expecting that game to um, to be released that day. You are a fool. You are a fool, and then the next place you should go is come over to my house, and I'll sell you shares to this bridge, um, because <laughs> because you're more likely to collect toll on the bridge than you are to be playing that Ubisoft game the day it's released. But what I will say is that when you do get a chance to play that game, that Ubisoft game, most of the time you are doing so with a smile on your face, the game is going to be pretty good. Um, and, and um, you know, Far Cry 3, great game. Watch Dogs, um, not necessarily a great game, but it wasn't the technical issues that held Watch Dogs back. Um, there, right. there were things about the game that were fun, um, but it was mostly the most of the complaints that I had with the game were the story and how how they you know how the game played out and not necessarily how the game played because I think the game for you know for what it was worth outside of driving played really well. Um, but uh, you know most of the most of their games are are pretty good. Rayman, great game. Um, Rainbow Six, I'm really excited for that. I, you know, and I think that when it when it releases, will be a really good game. Uh, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was a really good game. Um, and you know, for all intents and purposes, Unity is a passable, really good game. Um, you know, right. it's it's a game it's a game worth your time playing. Far Cry Four will be a game that's worth your time playing, which will 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 also be out. Uh, I don't know where people are going to have the time and money to play all of these games because that'll also be out the day this this uh, this show drops. Um, but but like the division, I think will be perfectly fine when it releases in 2016, um, November of 2016, and and I'm I'm. Hashtag subnosticating November 2016 because I think that's going to be the the actual release date, um, mm-hmm. unless they come out at E3 and say it'll be out in November of 2015. Then it'll definitely be out in 2016. Um, in November of 2016, if they come out in in uh, at E3 this of 2015 and say it'll be out in 2016, then it'll be out in 2017, which means Rainbow Six will never see the light of day. I no Rainbow Six is going has to yeah that is that weirdly is is like I really am excited for the division I'm still a little bit worried because I I don't know if they're gonna get their stuff together 
you know, de- de- degrades in in graphic fidelity and other stuff that I've heard, you know, rumors about some of them possibly being true and some of them possibly being false. I'm not as sold on Ubisoft doing the stuff that is going to make me excited besides Far Cry, which in in in, in you know, in the grand scheme, isn't going to be that different than Far Cry 3, yeah. which I, I honestly think was a very good game. Right. You know, Far Cry 4 isn't going to change my mind that much on what they're going to do, which was the reason why I was so looking forward to Watch Dogs and now The Division, because it looks like a departure from the usual kind of first person shooter stuff that they've been doing lately. Um, Rainbow Six, though, I'm so excited that's where I met most of the folks who I've started playing video games with online was Rainbow Same Six. Same here, brother. Same so, here. So, so that was like my gateway drug right. into online gaming. Same here. So I really don't want them to, to, to blow that. And if they do, I'm going to be extremely sad. Well, remember, remember a few years ago, like three, four years ago, there was that amazing tech demo for Rainbow Six oh, Patriots. Patriots. Amazing. Mm. And I mean, the, and then there was the there was like that ten minute video, the interview with the two writers from the game, um, and it just looked like it was it was there, and then it all went to shit. And I, you know, I know they've kind of they've redoubled and they're really really determined to go out and and put this game out eventually, but I, I just I don't have faith. And it coming out in a time, whenever whenever the Rainbow Six game comes out, it will be relevant. But I don't know that it will be relevant in in so much that the hype train, the hype train will have run out of gas by the time yeah. by the time that game is is finally released. Um, the same with the division. The division, I just I just don't. I, people are looking. People are going to be looking for it in 2015, much like Uncharted. People are going to be looking for it in 2015. It's not going to be there. Um, people are going to be looking for the division in 2015. It's not going to be there. Um, uh, you know, uh, people are going to be looking for a God of War game in 2015. It's not going to be there. Um, these yeah. these are these are things that you can take to the bank. Um, Stubby Stan has said so. <laughs> he is he is but I guess, the well, I guess you are the stuff. I need to get you, uh, like, so, uh, I need you to have some magical something. Yes. You need a, a a wand or something right. that you can like swing across right. Right. a podcast. Right. <laughs> and I want to. I want some uh, hashtag stubnostication t shirts. We should do some smart on me stubnostication t shirts. Oh, we can make that happen. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's not yeah, hard. Yeah, at all. let's let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's make. That yeah, happen. let let me know if you guys want some hashtag stubnostication t shirts. Uh, what 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 what's your stubnostication? Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure out what's gonna happen uh, with Ubisoft in the next couple of months. Um, they have a lot of things that they have to kind of own up to and that they can't run away from. There's a lot of uh, expectations that they have put upon them, um, and bad press is gonna kind of follow them until they can do right by their customers. Um, well, yeah, and and I kind of, I, not to cut you off, but I just, I want to know what what you guys think because actually before the show started, I was talking to our 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 good friend and frequent contributor uh, Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com, or our good good friend and contributor SharifJackson.com 
of Sharif Jackson. Um, and he <laughs> and he said that he is not he is boycotting Ubisoft um, hmm. and because women are too hard to animate. And uh, shout out to Professor at Professor TMR, uh, our good friend, um, who uh, who actually set that declaration out and just kind of said that she is not going to purchase those games. And, and, you know, I'm I'm definitely down with that. And I actually, you know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll do the same thing. And he what he said was that he'll buy a used copy. He'll give GameStop the money or Best Buy the money, right. but he won't give Ubisoft the money. So. You yep. know, I guess if nobody buys them, then eventually somebody's got to buy one in order for him to buy one. But I guess you know he he's decided that he's not he's not going to help help them out, help them you know contribute to their bigotry. Um, so you know, I want to I want to know what you guys are thinking. What what you guys think about that? Whether or not you're going to buy any Ubisoft games if if Far Cry Four is is a game that's on your radar. If this is a game you're going to purchase, is the Crew a game you're going to purchase? Uh, did you get AC Unity and or Rogue? Um, and uh, let us know. Yep. Yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll we'll answer some of that on an upcoming episode and let folks know what you all thought. Uh, but for now, what we're going to do is we're going to take you into a music break. Uh, we're going to hit you with some stuff that is a little bit topical for what we just spoke about right. uh, and talking about folks and their responsibilities and not being able to run away from those right. Ubisoft. Uh, by putting out some good games. Right. Ubisoft, that's this so, for you. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hit you with this one and we're going to do that right about now. Nervous and unprepared to deal with scrapping, no doubt. My pappy never told me how to knock a nigga out, but now in 95, I was surviving a man on my own. Fuck around with fat lip, yes, she get blown. I'm not trying to show no macho is shown, but when it's on, when it's on, then it's on. Welcome back, everybody. So, that joint that you just heard was a song from one of my favorite groups, uh, The Far Side. This is the Philippians remix on their remix album. Uh, and that joint is one of those drinks that you have to just sit back with a with a glass of crystal light and and reminisce about how <laughs> crystal light, son. And how reminisce about how your life is dope and, and listen to episode thirty seven of the Spawn on Me podcast <laughs> with me, Khalif Adams and you know, your uh, your boy, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Cicero Holmes, and you sit there and you you smoke a cigar with some crystal light in your hand and you just look at the world and you're just like, no one thank God. in the history what? of the world 
has ever sat down and, and listened to Running by the Far Side with a glass of crystal light and a big fat stogie. Yo, you have a stogie in your hand, some crystal light, and and a, and like, uh, uh, and you eat your McRib with your pinky up. It's so right. good. Life is so good. It is such a good life that we all live. We live in amazing times. You yes. can have all these things in your life, America. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, so we thank you for coming back and and rocking with us past the music break, uh, and and, and I guess to a certain extent, um, uh. Thank you, thank you for for listening to my music musical tastes on this episode. Even though, you know, whatever, we already had that discussion. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, it doesn't need to be said anymore. Yeah, that's true. It is. Um, it is fact. It is fact. <laughs> Shut up. It, um, <laughs> so another fact that has come to light in the the most recent of of times is that uh, PlayStation is starting to get into the TV business in the way that Xbox is trying to get into the TV business. But um, they have been talking about trying to do an internet-based TV cable-like service called PlayStation View, which has me really excited if they can actually get this to work. Mm -hmm. Um, It says that it's basically reinventing the traditional viewing experience uh, so that your programming easily finds you. It looks like it's going to kind of give you some of the suggestion stuff where they will look at your viewing habits and kind of push uh, shows to you. Um, And it looks like what they're doing and and the reason why I'm actually excited is it looks like it possibly may be a la carte, which would be the thing that will end my cable subscription right off the bat. Um, We've seen that with HBO Go uh, doing that er earlier this year. In uh, another service, I forget who, um, but they basically said, "Yo, you don't need cable to kind of view our stuff." CBS um, CBS came out right after HBO and said they're going to do an a la carte um, online streaming service as well. That's awesome. Okay, so the the breakdown so far is it says, uh, and I'll read this off the copy: it was that PlayStation View uh, will launch with a package of around seventy five channels per market. Um, looks like they will have on demand services. Uh, and they'll do some popular some popular services and popular programming. So I guess the the the, the shows that most people are like trending, quote unquote, you'll be able to get to see some of those uh, in your market. It says um, it'll be available at all times, and it'll give the viewers the ability to save episodes to their uh, of their shows to the cloud and retain access for up to twenty eight days. So here's the cool part. So it says it'll it'll drop CBS. It'll have CBS. I'm sorry, uh, the Discovery Communications folks. So that's Animal Planet, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Uh, you get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Oprah. Uh, Oprah. Oprah yeah. will have it. So you'll get <laughs> you get Discovery, which is great because I love Discovery Channel, uh, TLC. So I can watch Honey Boo Boo, uh, who's no longer on. Yeah, right. So you can watch a cancel cancel show. Go ahead. I can I can watch the cancel stuff. I can go back into the archives of Honey Boo Boo and see what the fuss was about. Um, Um, I'm I'm gonna derail you for a second. Is that a thing that they're saying that they're gonna do? You're gonna have access to the archives? I know. I don't know. I was okay. See, see, Kai can't even tell a story without without lying to the people. Mama Queso, smack him in the mouth, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, ouch, (laughs) ouch. So you'll have Fox, you'll have FX, you'll have the National Geographic, you'll have Nat Geo. Um, the cool thing about this as well, and this is kind of the thing that, you know, for most folks who 
have been deciding about cutting the cutting the cord. A thing that they popped up in their their PR release that turned it around for me was the fact that they may start to have live sports. Live sports is a game changer in that respect. Sure. They'll have some stuff from Fox Sports. Um, they have some stuff to be, from BTN and Prime Ticket. Yes Network as well. If you're a Yankees fan, let's go Yankees, Derek Jeter. Right. Then you may get some stuff without Derek Jeter. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you may be able to go see some Fox, some I'm um, not Fox, Yes Network stuff. So if you are on the East Coast and living in New York or you have that, which is weirdly shown everywhere, which bugs me out. Right. Um, anyway, so you have that. NBA, uh, NBC Universal, so you'll have uh, M- uh, la, 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 Sci-Fi, USA, uh, Telemundo, and you'll get NBC. Um, so you'll be able to watch some telenovelas, which is dope. Sabido Gigante. Sabido Gigante. That was my show. Yes. I can't front. I didn't have an understanding of what was going on, yeah, but it was Sabido Gigante. Sabido Gigante. All the time for no and reason. Dose Corazon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Gordo y Flaco. Oh. Yes. That used to be the show. Anyway. Um, uh, Scripps Network, HGTV Food Network, which is great travel, travel channel, DIY Network, uh, cooking channel, and Viacom, which is actually a big deal, too, because they have BET and uh, PGT. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Comedy Central, yeah, MTV, despite the uh, fact Nickelodeon. They, have BET. they also have Comedy Central. They have Comedy Central, which is the main player for Viacom, yeah. Spike, and VH1. So the... The stuff that's missing is uh, actually kind of of note as well. So you, you're not going to get ABC so far. These are things that are missing, but you may get them later right. if they can work out the, I guess, the deals. Is You'll get ABC, ESPN, and Time Warner possibly. TNT, which is a big thing because I, I if you don't watch TNT, NBA on TNT, then you're right. missing out. Right. Um, TBS and HBO, but HBO will be a la carte and you can snag that whenever you want. Right. So we'll see how that works. The thing that they did not talk about, which is always the stickler, and we saw that this was the case with um, PlayStation Plus in the beginning, was they don't have a price for it. Right. They haven't said what the deal was with pricing. But they said that it will be month to month. Uh, so supposedly, there'll be a fair and competitive price. We've heard that before. No no contracts, no hidden fees, no cancellation charges. And it will, they'll have an invite-only beta that's going to happen later this month on the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, but it's going to only roll out in New York, Chicago, Philly, and L.A. So, And they're also going to try to figure out a way to kind of move that over to mobile, too, on iPads and stuff like that and tablets later on in the first quarter of 2015. So that was a lot to digest. I kind of rifled through that and machine gun through it. See, what do you have? Any thoughts on that? Well, I've got, I mean, I've got a lot of thoughts on it. Um, the first is the really sticky situation that is television. And, um, I, you know, I'm going to try and do this without making people's eyes gloss over. Um, mm-hmm. So you have the television networks, which are, you know, the CBSs, the Foxes, the NBC Universals. Um, but so then they also air or they own shows that air on other networks so um so and that's the that's the sticky situation when it comes to a la carte stuff and that's why i asked about the archives because while there are shows and i you know i can't think of i you know i'm i'm a tv head but not a big enough tv geek 
to be able to tell you which which company owns what show but there are shows that are on like gotham gotham's on fox but gotham is owned by warner and warner Mm -hmm. is owned by time warner um so they actually own own that show but fox airs that show so fox would be able to air the current episode of gotham but wouldn't be able to air like say we're in season two they wouldn't be able to necessarily air season one or have archives of season one without first paying Time Warner for for the rights to that to those archives. So you wouldn't be able to, if you're using PlayStation View, necessarily be able to watch um, those the archive, you know, catch up with season one of of what you call it of 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 Gotham without, you know, without that deal being in place. And there, there are lots of shows across the board that are like that. So you'd be able to watch them live, but, or, or, you know, somewhat live that season, what have you, you know, when the company has rights to it, but then later on, you wouldn't be able to. And that's what makes the a la carte part really, really sticky. Um, and then, it, so the, so the, the other part of it, and so I, so it's my belief that you buy PlayStation view as a package and you're not going to say, well, I want CBS and I want discovery and I want, you know, NBC universal, but I don't want Fox and I don't want Viacom. Um, I think you're going to buy the package, um, PlayStation view. That's what you got. You you know you're you're buying it and you're ordering it. The question that I have is, what is a reasonable price for access to seventy five different channels? Um, right. And and you know we were kind of talking off cast about what that price would be, and and you kind of said, well, you know, as long as it's cheaper than cable. Um, but that's I mean that's a huge amount of wiggle room. Most people's most people's cable subscriptions are in the $80, $90 a month range. Right. Um, and so, you know, if they're charging you $70 a month, that's cheaper than cable. But but is it really cheap enough for you to say, well, I, you know, I'd rather drop cable and keep this and not have access to Disney Disney shows? Like, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that's on ABC and access to ESPN and access to TNT and CNN and all the, you know, all the Turner stuff, all the Time Warner stuff. Um, so See, but this is the thing, though. Right. So there's a couple of facets that and and thank you for that, because that was that, that wrapped up a lot of the stuff that I was thinking. But I think the part that folks at least and the reason why we're even talking about this on a gaming podcast right. is it's on a gaming console. Right. You know, right. a lot of a lot of the stuff that people kind of scoffed at when they talked about Xbox wanting to be the, the, the mainstay in your living room and trying to be the all in one TV media entertainment center for you. And that was the way that, you know, Microsoft positioned it. They right. Said, we right. want you to have TV in uh, and, and be it have it going through our console. Sure. Does that mean that to a certain extent there are lowered expectations because it's on a gaming console? One and two, 
it does it feel like this is the route that Microsoft should have gone where they already kind of displayed that this is we have a system that plays all the games that you want. We'll throw this in later on as an add on and we'll, we'll figure out a way to charge you for it. You know, we don't know what's going to happen yet because you already see with PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus, they're separate services. Right. That you're right. paying separately for. Right. You know, could this be something that they bundle all these things together at one monthly thing and say, this is what we kind of positioned all along? Uh, You're you're asking if the same company that just told you earlier today or earlier in this episode, we just said they won't let you change your name because they're afraid of trolls and you're thinking that they're going to be uh future thinking enough to bundle all of their all of their packages together hell fucking no they're not going to do that shit are you kidding me it's i mean i mean it's it's all of this stuff is going to be a la carte all of it's going to be a la carte because they don't want people to have stickers sticker shock with with buying the playstation plus deluxe bundle it I makes don't mind sense. that though. I don't mind I don't it either. Mind. But I don't right. think they I don't think from a marketing standpoint that they're savvy enough and it's strange to say that about Sony, which is, you know, again, this is, you know, they're a CES company that's been around, you know, or a, a, a CE company, a consumer electronic company that's been around for decades and have been, right. you know, have been a a standard bearer for a long time in consumer electronics and you would think that they've got marketing down but they failed a lot and when it comes to uh the playstation brand and what they've done especially when it comes to their to their online branding and uh their their online strategy they come up with great ideas but they don't know how to really market it in a way that makes it um appealing to the consumer um, you know, and every every now and then they strike gold, like PlayStation Plus. Brilliant. It made, you know, it was so good that it made Microsoft have to change their position on how they did things. Um, right. But, uh, you know, you know, uh, time will tell with PlayStation now. The, I mean, the, the pricing structure that they originally released was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. And and, you know, who knows what what PlayStation view is going to be if it's all right. So let's 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 play. Let's play the how much would how much would cop uh, pay game? Would cop pay fifty dollars a month for PlayStation Now? I mean PlayStation View. No, I mean this is the thing is like if you're at this point, the reason that I have cable mm-hmm. is for live sports. Right, exactly, exactly. I have cable for live sports and, and premium channels. Two or three channels that I look that I really pay attention to that I watch on a consistent, mm-hmm. maybe sem like once or twice a week. It's probably now I'm saying that out loud. I'm like I'm probably an asshole for having cable, right? But <laughs> right. but there aren't that many shows that I particularly watch that I'm interested in. It's mostly just for live sports. Right. The problem with live sports is that they're live, and if you don't have a DVR, you're not gonna you're not gonna watch live sports on a DVR anyway. Right. Right. So. If and for there was a really actually really good um, article that came out maybe four or five months ago mm-hmm. that talked about how the NBA's new collective bargaining agreement is going to make ESPN and make um, cable companies basically have to change the way that they price and make your cable go up 
because of the way that the new right. uh, collective them bargaining so agreement. Right. Yeah, because it cost them so much money. So if they could figure out a way to make that all bundled, which I think they would be able to do, because I think about it. So if Sony were to bundle right. PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, Music Unlimited right. and PlayStation View together and make you and, and give it to you at the price of cable with the with the, the knowledge of saying we're going to continue to go after these other channels. Right. I would I would totally do that. So so what is that what is that per month for you? Maybe if if I'm paying eighty something now for cable, I would pay eighty for that. So you would pay eighty for that without the ability to watch the NBA today. I mean, I'm paying for I like I it depends too. Like the NBA stuff, you can find it on other, in other places. You online. won't get you won't get Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley though. Untrue. You can totally find those well, streams somewhere. Well, you, yes, you can you can find but you can find those streams now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's so what I'm doing just, because I can't watch Knicks games in Portland. Right, right. Well, yeah. So you, so but you, you, you don't want to watch Knicks games anyway. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I like. I'd rather watch NBA Hardwood Classics. If the, the triangle NBA. don't fit, right. you must acquit. Right. They need yeah. To yeah. I mean, right now the Knicks triangle. are playing anyway. the rumbus. They're not playing the triangle. They haven't figured out the triangle yet. They <laughs> they are terrible at geometry. The Derek Fisher quadrilateral. Right. Right. Is working right. To right. Perfection. Exactly. They're playing the the Pentagon right now. Um, <laughs> but but so so I mean so here's the thing. You will they come out and they say all right PlayStation Plus, Music Unlimited, uh. You know, music unlimited, and and PlayStation Now. You're saying so unlimited access to PlayStation Now and PlayStation View for eighty bucks. Yeah, I would totally pay for that. that okay. okay, right. Um, first off, there's no in hell that's gonna happen for eighty dollars a month. No, of course not. But but even if it does, you're saying that you would cut the cord right now, and you would do that without access to ESPN. Without access to ABC and without access to the t- to the Time Warner network of fa- of, t- of channels, which include TNT, um, so basically you have no access through this pace the service that you're paying for to NBA television. You know to televise NBA games through your PlayStation, um, with the hopes that at some point in the future. As they gain, as they gain, as it gains more steam and it gains more popularity, that they'll be able to negotiate those those uh, those contracts out. I mean, it's again, it's the it's the a la carte method. If they do, if the person, and I've said this consistently across the board, right. the person who offers folks an a la carte system where they can pick the channels that they want mm-hmm. automatically wins the game. Sure. Whoever that person may be, whoever can figure that and finagle and work and, and lie, cheat, and steal their way yeah. to make, make that work, if they get that done, I will jump on their bandwagon as hard as possible. Right. If you can give me some of the channels that I already am looking for in those packages of the stuff that they've already talked about now, because right. I don't really watch TV that, that often as much now anyway. So right. it's like, if you can give me those channels, which I do kind of watch... At a cheaper price, at a cheaper price, while it's all kind of going through my one console that I that I'm consistently on, right, and bundle those other things connected to it that I would like to use, but right. I'm not because it's cost prohibitive, right? Then why not? 
Okay. All right. So so eighty bucks. Eighty bucks is a magic number for you. If all you're doing is paying Sony eighty bucks and you have access to everything that Sony provides on the PlayStation Four. Here's mm-hmm. here's now now that we've you know now that we've gone to sleep and we're dreaming. Let's wake Kai up and let's let's talk about what really could happen. How much Don't are you? Wake me. Right. I'm yeah. Anyway. Yes. Costafer Williams. <laughs> oh, God, oh, um, you're not light skin enough. You, you brown skin. I have also dark. not hit Haley Berry. So yeah, thank you. yeah. And, well, well, you know, I mean, the, the night is young, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but all right, so let's let's talk about how much you are willing to pay just for PlayStation View. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks a month. No. Thirty bucks. I mean, uh, thirty bucks well, a month is mm, too much. Thirty bucks a month is. Uh, you know what? Thirty bucks a month isn't that bad. Okay. Thirty bucks a month isn't that bad. Okay, so that's uh, bad with math. Three hundred and sixty bucks a year. Sure, as opposed to the because I'm you know I'm, I'm bundled with my right internet right as right, well right so. exactly you just still be paying your internet. Right. But um, so, yeah, so 30 bucks a month, but you, you're paying more than that for a cable. Right. Yeah. So way more. Than right. Way, way, way more, more than way more than that for cable. So 30 bucks a month would be would you pay more than that? Would you pay 40 bucks a month? I would I would go up to 50 bucks. A month. So 50 bucks a month is mm-hmm. is Sony could Sony could have you cut the cord, cut your cable cord. For fifty bucks a month, without ESPN, without the NBA, um, with the hopes of getting that stuff in the future. Sure. Okay. Okay. No way in hell that I would do that. Um, I need to cut the cord. Everybody needs to cut the cord. And, and you're right. Live sports are one of the th- one of the main things that really keep you on the hook. The other question is. Do you have DVR functionality? Obviously, yes, you can save your favorite shows in the cloud. But are you saving your favorite shows with commercials? Because the one thing that I know now is the only time I watch commercials is when I'm watching sports. That's um, true, too. And, and you know, when I'm watching sports and when I'm watching stuff on Hulu. And, and you know, I've got Hulu and I've got cable and I DVR my shows. And then every now and then I won't watch my shows on my DVR. I'll actually watch them via Hulu. And I'm, I'm upset the few times that I've got to sit back for a minute and watch these dumb commercials for the service that I'm paying for. Um, so so what, that, wait, so what is your magic number, though? What's my magic number? Yeah. F- for the service? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Um, as it's currently constituted, I would, I would, you know, I mean, you said 30. I would probably say 25 bucks a month. Um, mm-hmm. But but I don't think it'll be that low. I think it would be closer to 50 bucks a month. And maybe at 30 bucks a month, I would, I would take a look at it and say, okay, well, yeah, let's give this a shot and see what it's like. And I probably would attach it on top of my, you know, my cable service and see if it works, see if I like it, see if it's as good as cable. And if it's as good as, as cable, then I could get, then I can cut the cord and keep that and then 
use other things to kind of supplement um, supplement my my you know my viewing you know for the channels that I don't that that aren't on the service um, right. but but it's yeah it's it's a great idea uh, I, I mean currently I use my Xbox one the way like I like I've said before the way that they've they've intended you to use it it's a conduit to my cable box but they've added this new functionality now in the newest update where you get to see the channels that are trending um, and the programs that are trending at that particular moment on a, in a little sidebar so you can immediately go to those and say oh this show is on boom and click on it and it immediately takes you directly to that channel and that show from from your cable box um, I would do that more if through, I if I can voice command it better if if voice commands work better yeah I would I would like to do voice commands more with it like I had it connected to my to my console right I had my cable box connected to my console but it was always annoying to kind of navigate having to not necessarily do it but like I'm not the only person in the house right so it's like if it was just me then it would just be me doing it right but I also then have to like have my wife go through the voice command stuff and that's not fun for her. And it's like having to navigate some of that stuff also with, you know, controllers and stuff is right. also kind of a pain in the ass. And it's like getting to the, it, it would be different if the UI was more conducive to, uh, on the Xbox conducive to you finding things quickly. And, it, and as much as you can pin things to it, removing things that you don't want isn't as easy. So it's like, you know, Here. I would much rather you have a cleaner, a, cl- a cleaner experience like if they have with uh, Steam Big Picture. Right. If they had a Steam Big Picture version of the Xbox um, uh, a dashboard, then it would be easier. To, you know, she logs in, she just runs to that stuff and then digs through the stuff that she needs. But here is here is the solution to all solutions when it comes to the Xbox One, especially when it comes to TV on the Xbox One. Smart Glass, the Smart Glass guide if you haven't tried it try it try it right now if you've got even if you don't have connect um pull out your smart glass app and control your tv you would be you'll you will be shocked at how fantastic it works it really really works well um and and you know i hate to sound like the shill for Microsoft, for the Xbox, that I that I know that I sound like, but it does. It just works. It works. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you still have cable and you've got an Xbox One, plug it in. Use your Smart Glass app if you don't like the voice commands and you don't uh, use those. Um, my girlfriend, by the way, um, I stubbornly stuck to it and I trained her on how to use the voice commands. And at first, she didn't like them, but now she's a pro. She, oh nice yeah she's a she's completely a pro when I was when I was uh away and I called I called home she was watching TV and I'd heard her say Xbox pause you know and and you know the the TV paused and and she you know we started talking and there was no background noise I mean she's she's got it she's got it down like that's it, awesome yeah, did yeah. she have to did she have to make an, a, a different user ID or a different for herself uh, yeah yeah so we you know we created an account we created an account it was it was really really easy um the way it works is you you know instead of xbox live accounts being tied to the user they're now tied to the box so anybody okay on this xbox one has 
access to all of the Xbox Live features. So you just create create uh, a, you know a, a gamer tag, and then so she's on there. And uh, you know once we set her up with the connect, she can turn it on. It immediately recognizes her. It tells her hello, and then all of her stuff is set up, and then she can go and and. You know, has her pins, has her guide, has her favorites, all of that stuff. She nice. doesn't use that stuff that often. Um, the Xbox, when it turns on now, defaults to TV. So she's got the TV on. If she wants to use voice commands to switch the stuff, she does. If not, she uses the the cable box remote and, uh, you know, changes stuff via cable. But all, you know, volume up and volume down, muting, pausing. Um, not necessarily fast forward and rewind. She still uses the remote for that kind of stuff, but uh, you know, basic commands. She uses her voice to do to 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 do those. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess to a certain extent that leads yeah. into our last uh, topic for the week. Um, and we kind of have been mulling around and thinking about you know it's starting to get closer to December. Uh, we're starting to to kind of get some thoughts about end of year discussion, you know, game of the year discussions, but also take a look back at what we've kind of experienced in the first half of, you know, the console cycle. Not even not even half, half of it, right. but like it's first the, like the full year, like full, full year of right. what we've gotten in our in our consoles. And um, it, it, it kind of leads perfectly into that. So, right. you know. I've gotten my PS4. I've recently just gotten my Xbox One. Um, the, you know, being in the being in that ecosystem of both of them, um, you know, it's been a very very interesting kind of transformation from legacy console to next gen or current gen consoles. Um, see, do you want to start and kind of go through the things that you've noticed on the Xbox One that you've liked and and kind of disliked or? You know, what what has been your experience year one with your Xbox One? So, yeah, sure. I mean, so, uh, again, we you know, we're recording this on November 15th, 2014. This is the exact one year anniversary of the release of the PlayStation 4. Um, also, coincidentally, it is the inception date of what would soon to become the Spawn on Me podcast. Um, because this is the day that uh, one year ago that Ka and I, that I was introduced to the greatness that is Ka Jokins, um, yes. and first first discovered him and his terrible NBA 2K ball skills. Uh, they but, were so bad. I wish I had that recorded somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was. Uh, he had. I think you had like four or five hundred people viewing you that day. Um, yeah. You were really, really popular on Twitch. Um, and it's never happened again. Yeah, and it hasn't happened <laughs> since. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was, you know, really uh, interacting with the crowd. He's, you know, gr- as as gracious as we know our captain to be. Um, so so it was a wonderful thing. Um, and uh, the PlayStation 4 came out today, and, and a week from today would be the release of the uh, Xbox One. So the Xbox One, unfortunately... Um, due to, uh, fiscal responsibility, I, I, I only have one current gen console and, and not two. If someone wants to, uh, um, tell Santa to bring me one, that'd be great. But, um, uh, the, the Xbox one has really 
there there has been an evolution of of this console from from day one to day 365 and it's really been remarkable to kind of see it happen um you know when when the when the system released and and if you guys have been listening to us for 36 episodes you know that i've i've been pretty pretty vocal about the fact that when the console was released it was half baked it wasn't ready it wasn't ready at all um but uh you know when when it when it was released you went to the party you go to uh start a party and you start the party but you weren't actually in the party you would actually have to turn on party chat once you got into the party uh once the invitation started uh i mean there were so many things so many things about the system that uh just didn't work the way that you you thought they should or they could um and a lot of those things have changed and and basically i'll I'll say since since february every month there has been an update to to the xbox one that has made the system easier and more convenient for for the consumer um to the point now where people are are living without living on xbox ones without connects and I, I still disagree with that philosophy um but it's definitely much more manageable now to to have very similar functionality without without a connect um but uh yeah i mean it it's amazing to see the maturation of the console uh just from an os standpoint from where it was day one to where it is today, um, and I, and I'm eagerly awaiting um, what to see what the future holds. If you if you remember the 360 and the original 360 dashboard with the blades, to what the 360 is today, um, there I mean it's night and day. It's night and day. What you know the difference the differences between the two, and I think uh, we'll be able to say the same thing. We'll you know on on uh november 15 2015 or november 22nd 2015 we'll be able to say much the same from from and and you know even today it's it's almost night and day from you know aesthetically it looks almost the same but uh but the you know but the system itself is is you know what the os what the os is now is is a much more streamlined and more efficient system than it was the day that it was launched and and i'm really happy with my purchase and i you know i i like the way i like what microsoft is trying to do with this operating system and and with the console itself so yeah that's dope i mean it's it's one of those things where um you know i i came into it a little bit later than you did you were basically a first um first adopter in that way I, I got to it a little bit later and had the benefit of being in it a couple of uh, iterations in already, or a couple of firmware iterations in. Um, but uh, they have they have totally made um, huge strides. It was funny because a lot of people were talking a whole bunch of crap about the game, and um, I mean about the system, and I wasn't as excited for it until I actually got one. And then saw how well some of the things that are like not even the the glitz and glamour versions of what the OS can do. 
and kind of then figured out how to use use it in a, on a, in a daily basis when I actually game. And to a certain extent, they still have PSN beat in terms of getting from one arena to another really quickly, really efficiently and pulling things in from all different directions and giving you that information in a very concise way. I don't think that the Windows 8 um, motif helps. No. But but, because I hate Windows 8, but the way that when something finishes downloading and it gives you a toast and it gives you a prompt that's like, hey, um, if you want to open it, hold down the, the, the Xbox button. Like bang bang bang, right. it's it's all that stuff that re- works really well that does not do that on the PS uh, on the PSN, um, and the PSN to a certain extent and PS4 has kind of done the same thing. It's it was fairly bare bones. It had some stuff that was going on with it that worked fairly well. You know the system has gotten faster. It's gotten a little bit smarter. Um, they, they've added some functionality. The thing that has been the biggest I think the biggest turn for them has has less to do with the actual physical system and the firmware that's in it as opposed to how they've kind of doubled down on the services that they are trying to provide. Okay. Uh, PS Plus has gotten amazingly, amazingly good. I'm getting games that I would have bought anyway if I wait a little bit. If I wait a little bit and just wait like six months... Some of the games, or even eight months, some of the games that I've been waiting to buy, I will wind up getting in a free, in a free download. That in and of itself is freaking ridiculous. Like, get, and get, and it gives you the ability to kind of play stuff that you wouldn't have played uh, normally. Like Child of Light, I wouldn't have bought, I wouldn't have played that game if I didn't have it on PS Plus. Right. Um, there's a couple of other stuff that's just like, oh, I would have never even touched that game if it wasn't free. And I could just download it and then remove it and 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 figure that out. Um, they have finally gotten preloading down in a way that I didn't think was going to happen. Well, um, they've gotten that down. Their their digital service, as far as downloading digital games, is way better than I thought uh, it would be. Um, and it feels like with. SharePlay being something that they have implemented in for in firmware 2.0. Yeah, I'm nodding my head right now in agreement. SharePlay is the shit. SharePlay. SharePlay is by far the most exciting thing I've seen on that console in any console that's out right, right now. Right. That I have not seen. That I have not seen come across anything right. else yet. Right. And to a certain extent. Like I said before, in like what was the last episode or the episode before, I totally feel like that is a game changer. Yeah, that is that has given me the ability to get into a room, ask someone, "Hey, do you have this game? If you do, can I play it for like 10, 15 minutes?" Right, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was somebody who. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just agreeing with you. Go yeah, ahead. like there was somebody who hadn't played UFC, and I was like, "Yo, I got UFC. You want to play it real quick?" And we had a full on online match. You would have never thought that he was not playing the game local. It's a little bit of a lag, or at least it, at least it mimics what you would play in an online match right. in some of those games. And it worked perfectly fine. Right. It worked so well that I was like, "Oh snap!" It worked really well. Like things that are t- 
that are semi twitchy and need you to have a really good connection and need you to be able to um, maneuver, you know, you know, in a twitch based kind of way. We were able to play that game with no problem and able to, to have fun. And it worked perfectly. If they can expound upon that and make that even more robust, then they will have the go-to function and feature that no one can deny is the dopest thing on the planet. Right. Right. So that's, that's, that's basically my, my roundup so far. It's the, the games have been fairly good. The system itself has been, has been very good. Um, The Vita functionality, the the connection stuff there has been great. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they've kind of just built upon a very stable platform already. Um, and we'll see what happens later on if they can kind of even build upon that. And if they can, then it's going to be great. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, so, I mean, it looks like the future is great the, the first year. So I think that basically what you're, what you're hearing from us is that neither one of us um, regret our purchases thus far. Um, and are eagerly awaiting the, what the future holds for us with, with our consoles. Would that be a correct assessment, sir? Yep. All I right. would totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, now that the assessment is done, it's time for the episode to end. What do you think about that? I'm sad that it's going to end. Yeah, but but it, it, all good things come to an all, end. All good things must come to an end. So you can yeah. eagerly anticipate the next time you hear our voices. Oh, snizap. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, but in yeah, the, let us know what you think too, though. Yeah, yeah. Let us know absolutely. what you guys think. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Send us emails. Send us uh, shout outs. Send us yeah. all the good stuff to our social yeah. media, and let us know what you what you've been thinking about your first year with your console. Um, some stuff that they may need to to fix. Some stuff that that, that they've been doing well. Uh, so we can kind of shout that back at folks, mm-hmm. and uh, share all that goodness with them and with the rest of the community. So. Mm-hmm. C, can you please hit them with the social media business, please? I, w- I thought you'd never ask. So uh, on Twitter, you can find us, uh, the show at Spawn on Me, the site at Spawn Point Blog, and uh, you can find our captain, Kajakins, at Kajakins, Khalif Adams, at Kajakins, myself, Cicero Holmes, I am at Stubby Stan. Don't forget our homeboy, Dan Moore, at Dan the Robot. And um, let's see, then you can uh, like our Facebook fan pages, the Spawn Point Gaming blog and Spawn on Me podcast. Um, Remember to download the show if you're on iTunes to download uh, and subscribe. Please review and share your show, your favorite gaming podcast, Bracago's number one and premier gaming podcast with all your friends and family. Send it to your mama quesos. Send it to your McRib connoisseurs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Send it, uh, you know, send it to all of your gem and the hologram secret fans. Um, And uh, follow us and subscribe on SoundCloud and Stitcher and wherever your or your podcast aggregator of choice. Um, and if you have any emails that you want to send us, please send them to feedback at the spawn point blog.com or Khalif at the spawn point blog.com or Cicero at the spawn point blog.com. Um, I think mostly that's it, except I will say that next week, I'm really excited about this. We're going to have the first annual spawn on me 
Holiday Buyer's Guide. And it is going to be the great debate about which gaming console you should buy this winter, this holiday season. You've got five or six hundred bucks in your pocket and you want to make the best gaming choice. Um, we are going to hash that one out. Uh, myself, our captain, and our, I don't know, I guess he's our, is he like our security officer or something like that, Sharif Jackson? He's the, he's the, the treasurer of no money. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. He's our no money treasurer, <laughs> Sharif Jackson. Well, yeah, we're going to see if we can get him on as well. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about which gaming console. It will be the great debate, as it were. Um, to to determine, we are going to battle for your console dollars um, by extolling the virtues of each console next week. Yep, and so, if you are really, and I'll give you a sneak peek, you should totally buy an Atari Lynx. Uh, nah, son, the Jaguar is where it's at. I'm just saying. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna get an Atari system, the Jaguar is where it's at. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yep. Um, um, actually, you should get the TurboGrafx Portable. What was that joint called? Where you oh, could play God, Bonk so bad. with the like so sixteen AA batteries, and oh, it would it last so for like bad. ten minutes. Um, it took so many batteries. Yeah. <laughs> so many batteries. <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah. But but yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, what we've got in store for next week. So if you've got any questions or suggestions. Uh, questions from this week, suggestions for next week. Uh, now that we've kind of, uh, you know, uh, given given you a hint of of what that's all about um, for next week, please let us know so that we can uh, add that to the show and and kind of talk about your talking points and you know hit us up on Twitter. We'll be there waiting for you. Um, and then I guess uh, that's about it. Yeah, that was that was it. And uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. This has of been course. episode. 37 of the Spawn on Me podcast. I am Khalif Adams and that was Cicero Holmes. We want to say thank you again and we want to say peace. Peace.